Are we recording? We jump our nap for showers. Spitting on the what the twos. Wait, are we gonna get copyright infringement for that? Welcome to Hey Sister, Run Sister. We're really, we're really relying on our editors to do a good job. <laughs> Hi everyone, and welcome to Hey Sister, Soul Sister. <laughs> I'm touching my face because <laughs> I was hitting the mic earlier when I tried to do the intro. And then I realized that that probably has a lot of noise that you don't want to hear. Yeah. But I'm Erica. And I'm Leia. And Leia is on one today. I am amped, guys. I'm going to we burp. There it is. We, um, we had our pre-meeting and we were just cracking up. <laughs> and then we had to stop. So. Here's the thing. I took like, maybe like a month long break from working out. Mm-hmm. Which has done wonders for my body. Like, wonders. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, like, I, I was already starting to feel, like, the pull. Like, ooh. I'm ready to I'm, I'm ready. Like, my body's yeah. ready to move again. Yeah. Yeah. So I did it yesterday. And I liked it. It felt so good. I was like, wow. This feels amazing. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> at the same time, I drink pre-workout when I work out. So I'm like mm-hmm. super amped right now, like <laughs> on a whole other level. Energy is high. I'm still gonna drink some coffee. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. So yeah. by the end of this podcast, I'm gonna be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah, or crash. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or I crash. Might take one or the other. Fifty-fifty. Fifty-fifty. Well, we have a guest later mm-hmm. on today. <clears throat> um. But we'll we'll do our little bit before. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we're excited. It's Leia's hairstylist. Yes. Who is also an on- awesome entrepreneur. Oh and Leia knows more about her, so I don't know I will, why I'm giving I will the do, I'll give you guys, like, the intro. Do you want me to intro her now or at the end or? Um, just a little bit about her than what to Wait expect. Now. Yeah. Because okay. usually, yeah. usually we do these, like, after we interview the, mm-hmm. the person. We're actually, oh, like. Oh, yeah, we're doing it before. We're doing it before. Yeah. We're like, we're actually yeah. like not going back and forth in time. We're like yeah. staying we're, straight. Trajectory. Yeah, linear. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah, you go. Linear. Well, Pamela Diakino is my. And look, guys, I moved to the East Coast five years ago, and I ever since was trying. And then I was with my hair girl in California for like 18, 20 years. Like she was my jam, and she still is. Like, oh. I wish I could bring them both together. But anyways, I finally found Pam. And, um, oh gosh, she's like my soul sister. She is a Filipino, a badass entrepreneur. She is a mom. She is like, gosh, like this self-love, honor yourself queen. So I, she's like just perfect to be on the show and to spread some light and love for for us and for everyone she's so great yeah yeah well i can't wait to meet her and talk to her i was like i don't know what to ask so i'm gonna look for funny (laughs) questions yeah we like funnies (laughs) it's gonna be just like sitting in the chair and she's not doing anyone's hair (laughs) i even told her i was like look like we're so chill you can like pour yourself a a glass of mimosa some Mm -hmm. coffee whatever you want to drink just bring a bevy like bring it and we'll we'll just chill and hang yeah, yeah, speaking of bevy, I'm like way out of water. Oh, we can but take a break anyways, at some point. Yeah, we'll take a break <laughs> and then I'll go get it. But we do have some rewind topics because mm. I forgot to talk about this book in our last episode, Ooh. which we were talking about the social dilemma. Yes, a few years ago, I I got this book called Bored. Um, sorry, it's called Yeah, Bored and Brilliant, mm. and it basically is like a seven day challenge to like kind of be off social media a little bit wow. and it talks a little bit about the stuff that the social dilemma was talking about like how like not like what the algorithm does but what what like certain apps do to you as a person it was like more of the science around like getting the adrenaline rush or whatever they were talking about endorphins or whatever yeah. some sort of chemical yeah. that like gets you excited and keeps you going back and like um, the whole point of the book was like kind of to take you out of that so that you could like be more creative i guess wow so it was it, yeah and i've i had it but they do do um i've had it for a while but they do do like a seven day challenge i remember it's like take off an app off your phone for like seven days and like you know don't go to it so they 
they help you with that so that you could be you know social media more wisely and not be like down the deep down hole so (laughs) so i I actually since then turned off my alerts but i notice when i'm bored i just open my phone yeah (laughs) which is bad so i was like i need to find things that excite me more during the day (laughs) do you did you feel like any different without your notifications on um i felt good yeah i felt good because like usually for me and i'm that type of person that i just want i just want to get things done right away so like if i have like an email or i get a like a text like i want to reply right away Mm. I'm, i'm usually pretty quick to respond yeah and so not seeing it, it helped. And, wow. But at first I was like, why didn't I get an alert? And I was like, oh, yeah, because I wasn't on it. And what I realized was, you know how Facebook alerts you for everything? Like Facebook's someone the worst. Just, yeah, Out it just gives you yeah. a bunch of notifications you don't even care about. Like, you're like, what? I just have this, like, bunch of notifications. So <laughs> I one day I was like, how come I didn't? get a notification for this person like they were actually tagging me like notifications i actually (laughs) care about and then i realized i was like oh yeah i turned them off so that was kind of good so i'm not in facebook as much Mm. i'm still on instagram a little more but i feel like instagram i have it so that i see things that i want to see yeah and ignore the rest yeah ignore the ugly <laughs> I like it. So that well, was. Tell me again, what's the book called? Bored and Brilliant. Uh, Bored and Brilliant. Yeah, it's on Audible too. Oh, fantastic! You know. We love our yeah. Audible here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. The Audible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bored and Brilliant. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So on <laughs> some fun news, I don't know if you heard. So at first, I thought I was gonna come in here, give some like really depressing news. But in the eleventh eleventh hour, oh, here we go. Yeah, things things were ha- things are happy. <laughs> things are happy. Uh, so earlier this week, guys, I know this is going to be delayed. But this is old news <laughs> by the time you guys get it. But for us, it's new, so bear with us. Earlier this week, it was said that TikTok that you could no longer download TikTok mm. onto your phone. And I guess people that had the app were able to use up until like November or something mm. like that. But yesterday, in the 11th hour, I guess there was a deal. There was a deal made, and yeah. looks like TikTok is here to stay for the time being. Who knows? Who knows? But that's something to celebrate Someone about. just didn't want to feel the wrath of Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z, if you are 18, I hope you are registered to vote. Because when this is, like, aired, actually, I wish, uh, like, this is a reminder for everyone to be registered vote. to vote. Early voting on in some states has started, mm-hmm. and if check with your states, some states re- are not just handing out mail-in ballots. <clears throat> if that's what you're going to do, um, you actually have to request it. So go check with your state, see if you have to request it, um, and know that if you're going to mail in your ballot and you want it to count on November fourth, you got to send that shit in one or two weeks before so your election day is actually going to be two weeks into october get it done this is the time and while we're at this r.i.p to the queen justice ruth bader ginsburg um i've been silent all weekend uh, like i've been really in my feelings about that and i think Mm. we'll talk about it more in the live since so it's like closer Yeah, yeah but um I just want to put it on to the paw that God, that woman. Like I, I think she did a lot for just, women's rights. Yeah. yeah, and it's fucking bullshit that this is in our lifetime. Like, you know, like she made a whole bunch of different change, and like we couldn't hold a mortgage by ourselves as women. So if you own a home. Mm right now under your name if you rent an apartment or have a checking account that shit was because of justice ruth bader ginsburg yeah and for you and i who are homeowners like shit we couldn't have done that without like our husband or someone signing off i've never had um shared anything like even like my first car i went out and got by myself you know and like there's just little things that i'm realizing like wow like yeah like i because of this of, of ruth Justice. I don't know what's the yeah. <laughs> what's RBG. 
the notorious RBG because <laughs> of the noto- notorious <laughs> justice RBG. Um, I have all these privileges, you know, and it's so for me, it's just I'm sitting back because I'm not into politics. I'm not into well, I guess now I am because I'm like anti Trump. Well, <laughs> I have a, an opinion about that too, but yeah. You know. But yeah. but like you, I sit. You know, I sit there and know, like, wow, like because she she held that seat. Some of the things that I take for granted, I have, you know, and so yeah. um, yeah, I'm just like, wow, I'm so grateful for like yeah. all she did, and like because of that, I have the life that I have. Yeah. So, oh, that, thank, that's you. Awesome. thank you, thank you, thank you, and we'll talk about it more yeah. on our uh, Patreon. <laughs> On Here's Patreon. your Patreon plug. Yes. So if you haven't joined, head on yeah. over to patreon.com right slash say sister soul sister. Did I say that right? I don't <laughs> yes, even know. Is. Okay. Because <laughs> sometimes I slur my words when I'm not drunk, guys. But anyways, head on over <laughs> there and sign up, guys. Sign, sign up. up. It's only $5 a month. One extra episode a month. And it's live. So yeah. like, you could interact with us. And, like, one extra episode. No, we've got one oh, extra episode per week. Per week. Sorry. We, sorry. Are, so, we are just handing them out, guys. <laughs> we're, <well. laughs> we're just handing them out. Like, we're like all you got to do <laughs> is sign up and be there. <laughs> just got to sign up and be there. And if you miss sign the live, because, you know, you're at work or you're driving, it's there. Go back, it's check there. it out. So and mean. I think you can still comment, you know? Yes. Like, go back and check it out, y'all. Yes. Not that hard. Not that hard. <laughs> Show some love. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. That was the plug. Um, <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> Perfect timing. So, um, Leia. Yes. <laughs> Leia brought some stories to the table. So, I guess this is <laughs> Leia's episode. <laughs> because I didn't have that much fun stuff. No, we these weren't just- fun, Erica. <laughs> They are fun. Oh my god! To be. Okay, so Erica <laughs> and I have started a little notes page for ourselves because we just recently discovered that we could share a notes page and go back yeah. and forth. Oh, what we could do that? Okay, so <laughs> and I have an awful mem- memory, so I gotta write mm-hmm. things down. I'm trying to be better at writing things down. So a couple things that I wrote down this week is <laughs> I had a thought. I was like, I have so much wine. Why <laughs> do I have? So much fucking wine, guys. I literally probably have 12 bottles of wine. Six to 12. <laughs> and here's... I'm going to pr- blame it on COVID. Mm-hmm. I am. Because in the beginning... The beginning of COVID, Eric and I decided to start doing our lives. Our live We recording. were drinking a little and more. We were drinking yeah. a lot. Oh, we were drinking. In the early days <laughs> Not of a life, little more. A lot more. <laughs> ooh, we were... Uh, we were... We were drinking a lot. Ranging every other day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then we were doing live recording. All good. It's totally fine. And so during that time, I decided to get a wine subscription. <laughs> and I had been so... I had the first one that I never opened. Because I think after a while, my body was like, you don't want to drink that much anymore. You're good. Like, <laughs> and so I haven't. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe our Vegas trip. Like we, you know, that was the first real time. Like I mm-hmm. drank, drank. Mm-hmm. So I have like, like what? How much do they give you? Six bottles, three bottles, three to six, something like that. That you give me? Oh no! Like the subscription. The wine oh for- yeah, they give you six. <laughs> oh, so they do have twelve bottles of wine that I have not tapped into, and so I have been good at like not or like delaying or pushing back the. Why don't you cancel order. it? It's so easy. Oh, I just I just canceled. Uh, oh. <laughs> I canceled my whole lockdown. There was a thought in my head. Maybe I do want all this wine. Oh. Maybe I do. Who knows? I like to be classy from time to time. Like, maybe it's not a true. But you do, you want those 12 bottles, just not in yes, like I'm like, that you've had. Yes, like, what am I going to do with these 12 bottles of wine? Eventually, you don't have to drink it right away. That's the beauty of wine. You don't have to drink it right okay. away. You just have a collection, and I have eventually, a fucking take collection, it out. guys. Yeah, it's twelve. I mean, I for one point, one time, I had a bunch of, I had like twenty bottles, and then slowly, like after five years, it went away. After you know. Five years. that's a lie it was like two years okay um but yeah like the and i 
if you drink a lot of wine, I think some of the the wine subscriptions are really good. Um, and I I have nothing I have nothing against the company we were using First Leaf. Mm-hmm. I've got it brought some good wines into my house. Mm. Um, the first one we got because we were doing it every other month. The first one we got, we went through it pretty quickly. The second one we just finished the last bottle last night. But Chewy likes well, you don't live with Alex, so yeah. that's one. And um, Chewy likes to have like a glass of something almost every night. Mm, I, I don't really like to have yeah. a glass of something every night. Like I'll have a glass of something every week. Uh, but last night I killed the bottle because we I had a like Zoom party with my Ooh, friend. Fun. Yeah, so I finished yeah. the red. But it. there's like another wine company that does four bottles. Yeah, I need to not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just. But you shouldn't do it because I'm just you gonna wait for a minute. Yeah, yeah. No, I get yeah. you. I mean, I don't. Well, because you, what like, you don't. You live by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah, for the time being. For the time being. At <laughs> for the, the time being. Yeah. But here's I the think thing. Alex once... rarely drinks. Like, I think. Oh, really? He'll probably drink. I would probably say, like, if he's doing, like, one of his, like, Call of Duty nights. <laughs> Call of Duty nights. <laughs> it's like his bro date. Like, it's like. He's drinking wine during Call of Duty. I don't know what he's drinking. He's (laughs) drinking something. But but that would be the best. No, he's he's tapped into some Trulies. Yeah, I mean, I guess like golfing, but he doesn't. He golfs maybe like once every other week. So Mm, yeah. But here's here's my other story, guys. I'm gonna try my very best to paint this picture for you. Because you have to, you have to kind of visualize why this is so embarrassing. <laughs> so I think my dog is kind of out to get me. Because this would yeah, be the second is. time, what in two or three weeks, that <laughs> I've been injured <laughs> because of him. So <laughs> I'm just laughing because I can't wait to hear so the story. You picture this. So Saturdays had like yesterday was my first Saturday that I haven't had to do anything. Mm-hmm. I've submitted all my assignments for school. I wasn't traveling anywhere. Alex and I didn't have plans. So it was my first like Saturday that I got to just not like not do anything for a while. So I decided to take a nap on my on my couch. So my couch reclines. So on the one end each it reclined so i reclined it charlie was like right next to me it's a beautiful fall day so i had the the screen door closed so i could get the breeze in right but i also have this fear (laughs) that if i leave the screen door open or a screen door closed and the door open and charlie like gets excited or there's a deer that comes by He's going to like barrel through the door and then that's it. He's, he's in the wild. So like, I have this fear that that's going to happen. So it was a beautiful day. So like fall's coming. I'm napping hard. It's beautiful. Like I feel really good and rested. And all of a sudden, Charlie starts barking like, how are you doing? Like, and then he like runs he like jumps off the couch and he runs towards like the sliding glass door (laughs) because i go from like dead asleep to like kind of sort of awake like i'm not really awake like i Mm -hmm. didn't realize i'm on the recliner so i try to jump up like with my feet on the ground but the recliner is there (laughs) or like my feet were up so i kind of like did like a half up and then fall to the ground like I was like oh shit (laughs) and then so like I get my footing and like I put like my I can feel like I put my foot and I'm panicked because I thought he was really gonna leave the 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 house I put my foot underneath like to get up but I guess I didn't get my footing right and like I stumbled and I almost hit my head on my fucking desk and then again I kind of like slid forward and almost hit my head on the sliding glass door I was like (laughs) oh my god like and my body 
I just remember so, thinking, fuck, like, <laughs> is this a dream? Like, <laughs> Am I dreaming? Is this, this real? Dream? Because I'm in so much pain. <laughs> um, did, did Charlie go outside? No! <laughs> he didn't go outside at all. He just kind of sat there. And then as I I fell, I fell right next to him. He kind of like looking at me like, hi, mom, are you okay? And then you know what he does? He goes back on the couch and lays down. And I couldn't get up, guys. I like him like on the floor, on all fours. Just like, how am I going to get up? Do you have up? a doggy gate? No, no doggy. No just put gate. like buy a doggy gate so when you have that oh, open God. you can just put it there and you know he won't run and then you don't <laughs> I kill yourself trying that. to save him when oh, he Lord. is still inside <laughs> it was like i was like you you're trying him? to fucking kill me <laughs> no but i will i think my my left foot like where my pinky toe and then the mm-hmm. ne- the toe next to it i think it's bruised I couldn't even wear shoes during my workout today because it hurt so bad. I was like, it's not swelling, so I don't think it's broken. It's just bruised. Can you imagine if I went to the ER and said, hey, I think I broke my foot. (laughs) I think I broke my foot. (laughs) Trying to get off the couch. My dog is trying to kill me. (laughs) My dog is trying to kill me. That's all you need to know, okay? My dog is trying to kill me. (laughs) So I'm bruised. And... I can't wear real shoes right now. And it was like when I walked, Charlie was like 47 degrees this morning. And I was like, fuck. I hope this heals soon. But this is where you can wear Birkenstocks with socks. Oh, that's true. <laughs> this, this is, yeah, this is true. That is so true. It's coming back so you, to haunt you. You be hating on the Birkenstocks <laughs> yeah. with socks vibe. But right <laughs> now, this is when you need it the most. I mean, this might be it for me. That might be it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so i've had i've had some struggles guys some struggles. ouchie ouchie when did this happen just recently literally like yesterday. yesterday oh man oh uh, <laughs> well i'm glad that you like didn't sprain an ankle you just started, had... i'm so glad i was so close to hitting my head i i was like dude that yeah. would have been concussions yeah, sure. I know. That's what I was like. Out. I'm so glad that, like, yeah, it's funny, like, we're talking about it, but, like, you Ooh. could have actually really hurt yourself. <laughs> I totally could have. That, I was like, wow. You missed that everything. That was crazy. Like, just, oh, you know? That, that was my... <laughs> those are my well, struggles, I guess. That's your struggles. Those yeah, I can't struggles. top those, so... <laughs> um, we'll just leave it at that. Because <laughs> we're 20 minutes in, and yes! we're going to have to go interview our... Our new friend soon, so yes, we'll see you guys. We love in a you guys. Bit. Enjoy the interview. Yay! Hey, gang, we are here with uh, Pamela Giacchino. She is a badass hairstylist, entrepreneur, makeup artist, and just my sister from a different mister. Um, just a badass queen of self love and positivity. I love her so much, guys. I mentioned this, Pam in our part one recording but i spent five years looking for you so (laughs) yes like my soulmate hair magical princess queen five years guys and here she is we wanted (laughs) you you saved her you saved her from from the bad hair demons (laughs) oh my goodness well thank you so much for having me i'm super honored to yes. be here i yes. love i love the idea of this podcast so yeah this is, this is a great great thing to be a part of yeah yeah so tell us a little bit like for our listeners we gosh these like our we call them our soul gangsters so our Ooh. soul <laughs> our like gangsters that. they're they they vibe off just like inspiration and like just like everyday women stepping into their power so tell us a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship what you did before what kind of was like the catalyst to say hey I'm just gonna I'm gonna start my own thing yeah so basically my journey started as a makeup artist 
so that was my introduction to the beauty industry. So, you know, about 10 years ago, I finished a full, like a full degree. I went to a traditional college right out of high school and that was in healthcare. So (laughs) I was in healthcare and in the midst of going to college, I met a lot of really cool people through clubs and sports and stuff like that, that were into fashion. And, you know, back in the early 2000s, people were putting together fashion shows at clubs. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you like Actually, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Was a big I had a co-worker that did something similar, but she was like fashion and arts out in LA. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 So one of my friends invited me to actually do makeup for her fashion show. And it was my first like actual gig of doing like makeup for people. And when I tell you, I came there with like, my makeup bag like my personal makeup bag because I had no kit so I literally was about to beat like 20 faces with my own personal makeup my own brushes okay like a a ziploc bag so I was like super unprepared and so I did it I had so much fun and then I sat down and was like this is so amazing but I want to level up and actually have a professional background so I, you know, told my friends, I'm like, listen, I'm going to apply for a makeup job at Mac. And I need one of you guys to be my model. So I went and got an interview. I got the job. And I was in that company um, for 10 years. I was working for Mac Cosmetics as a makeup artist for 10 years. Oh, wow. So that was the introduction to my, you know, beauty professional career. I ended up leaving obviously healthcare I didn't pursue that full-time but um yeah I just found my passion through just meeting people and and people being like oh yeah she can actually do makeup you know her makeup is awesome yeah um so 10 years into that business I felt like okay what is next for me right because I was 27 at the time and I thought to myself I'm like you know, retail is great, but I really want to do something more service oriented. And I always, always had kind of a knack for hair. So um, I was kind of in between a position where, so I was applying for a job at Mac that I did not get. So I was training and training to be the specific person. And then when I applied for the job, I didn't get it. And so when that happened, I'm like, what else can I do in the beauty industry that's going to fulfill my passion in a different direction? Because oftentimes we do something and we've planned and prayed and tried to manifest our dreams and then the doors shut on us and we're just like, okay, like you're just kind of traumatized by that. Mm. You've been in this company for so long. You've done everything you need to do. You've made all the connections you need to do. You've worked all the hours you need to do but why didn't I get this? Mm. So I took that as an opportunity to find another way to, you know, be with my passion. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love that. Um, And you said like traumatize about doors shutting on you because I've had that happen to me where I'm still kind of dealing with that and understanding like where my, my path is and, I took the opposite route where like doors shut on me. Then I just kind of settled for like for for just corporate America is what I settled when the doors shut on me instead of saying like what other ways can do it. So I think this that's really inspiring. So um, when when the doors shut on you, how did you avoid going to like, okay, I'm just going to go go back to like healthcare or Mm. go back to the Mm. the path that seems more safe like what stopped you because I went the other route I went to the safe route so what what propelled you to go the other way that maybe other people um wouldn't see a future in yeah I love that question because it's so easy to go to your plan b right Mm. because you had this amazing academic discipline this degree and everybody in my family was like just go back just yes. do healthcare. Yeah. Um, I felt like I owed it to myself to 
hit rock bottom in a sense, like be the most inexperienced person in a different path mm. and learn. I think that, I think my personality, I have an affinity, affinity to being like at the very low and I seek challenges. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm always seeking a challenge. I feel like if I'm not being pushed in a hard place, I'm not growing. And at that time, I felt like, yeah, I could, I could go back to healthcare, but would that ultimately feed me at that particular point in time? And then I'll just be back to that place where I don't feel like I'm successful in the way that I want to be. Yeah. So it was a lot of like sitting in a place of quietness and really listening to what I felt needed to happen for myself and looking at the future and what that looks like for me. Because I, I honestly couldn't go into back into the health field mm-hmm. because I was so out of it for so long. Yeah, that was also going to be a challenge. Um, I did think about it <laughs> for sure because <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to go back to, I don't know if I want to go to a school where everyone's like so yeah. much younger than me. You know, like right. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I was really, I was really scared to make that jump because I knew that looked really different for someone my age going mm-hmm. into something very mm-hmm. different. So. It was just really reflective. Yeah, that that's so good. And I think what you said was really important. Like you were you were okay to hit rock bottom. I think a lot of us are scared to hit mm. rock bottom, but not for ourselves. I think what other people think of us. Yeah. I think that was my thing when I I decided not to kind of hit rock bottom and kind of go the corporate route. Was like, oh, what are people going to think of me? And I mean, I was young. I was about 27 when that happened to me yeah. <laughs> when I hit when I got the door shut on me. So and reflecting now, like I kind of regret it because I I was I went down a path that and I know it served me. It's serving me. But at the same time, wasn't fulfilling me, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why this podcast was started, because mm-hmm. it's like a way for me to fulfill that, yeah. like my 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 aligned like career path is <laughs> yeah. a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. I think it's so challenging to like, you know, kind of pre-plan your life, not knowing what the, that future is going to look like in this new path. But, and also just kind of like, I feel embarrassed for other people to look at my life and feel like, and look like I don't have it together. Mm. There is, there is a level of me just not caring and mm. me not just, I'm doing this for me. I'm not trying to appease anybody else because that's exactly what I did growing up. Like I was trying to please others for such a long time that making those decisions didn't lead me to where I want to be. So it was like a perfect storm of like not giving two S about anything and really feeling very spent in my previous, you know, career choices that made me come into it. Like I just got to do it for me now. I just got to do this right. And ever since that decision of wanting to do things right happened, I made every decision after that the right way. Mm, so amazing. You know? That's awesome. I love it. What, where was, I guess, like, did you ever consider to, like, after the door was closed on you at Mac, did you ever consider, like, to work for someone else, like, in the beauty industry? Or was it always, like, I'm betting on myself and I'm creating my own thing? I think when you're in any industry, but specifically in the beauty industry, you got to keep your connections open, whether you're working for free for a company or getting paid for to do something like a commercial, like you always want to keep your connections open. I did work for someone for a little bit, but not in hair. Like I wasn't, so in the in-between time, I was working for a company that was doing bridal work mm. and that's me creating like my network of people yeah because I knew at some point of time I'm going to rely on that network to feed me clients to feed to get my my name yeah. out there so we were we were doing like a lot of things in the same time like we were going to cosmetology school I was working for a company I was making my circles bigger I was telling my bridal clients about me and what I was trying to do so I was constantly just like putting my intentions out there. Mm, love it. That's really important because like yeah. you just never know when you're going to have to like, re- you know, call them mm-hmm. back and be like, I need you. Yeah. So yeah. that's really important to always think of ways to be one step ahead of those decisions. Yeah. 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 That's so I love good. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I kind of want to circle back just a little bit because Eric and I talk about this from time to time. We're both women of color. 
and Pam, you and I are both of Filipino descent. And just like no, like knowing, like originally, where you went on this path of like healthcare, which you know, like say for me, I went on the psychology like uh, <laughs> yes. plan, and of course, like in the beginning, I, I was really blessed to have parents who didn't push either way. You know, they didn't say like, "Oh, you have to be a doctor, you have to be a nurse." But I do have family members who who have done that path, and so, like for, and even now, I'm I'm coming ahead to it in this time of my life where I'm building my business. You know, like I'm building like my own brand, my own way of serving the world. As much as I love my safe corporate job that does so much good, I love it. I really do. There's like this level of fear that I I can feel just from my family too. Like, is this going to be safe for you to branch up, branch on your own? Did you ever feel kind of like this family kind of like pressure or fear that was not necessarily yours? Like, it was just like, ooh, like. I feel that. <laughs> Where And how did you deal with that? So obviously, you know, culturally speaking, like our family has a very strong influence in every decision we make, not just career-wise and all the other things that are life-changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always felt like my both of my parents were supportive in what I'm doing. But there's always that little conversation like, you know, if if it doesn't work out, you can always go back to doing health education or here's a few emails that I want you to check out of like places hiring. Like Mm -hmm. it'll always slip in there, you know, just to kind of like get you off the path. But I think to be completely honest, I'm, as I was speaking about before, I just didn't care anymore Mm. of what they wanted for me. I think, you know, what I was going, you know, what I was having to do every time I did that was finding a place where they wanted me to be in something. And then I felt lost when I actually accepted that point in my life. You know, they wanted me to make a decision based on what they thought was best for me. I would be in that position being completely like, how do I even do this? You know, like it was never like a, a decision that was for me 100% and therefore when I was in that role I didn't know how to scale I didn't know how to be better I didn't know how to fulfill those things so when you are choosing to make decisions on others behalf you'll be in that place where they want you to be but you wouldn't really know how to grow Mm. you'll just be there to be there and like make them happy but when you're in it you're not going to be able to understand how to actually succeed in that because that's not yeah. from a genuine place. Yeah. Yes. All oh the my vibes, Pam. The light bulbs went off you in know my what head. I mean? Yeah. No. Oh, like, yeah. You, you like that feeling of, yeah, I made it here, but then, like, what do I do? Yeah. Because yeah, like, your body, your soul, like, it just spirit, doesn't align. It yes, doesn't align. Like, it doesn't align because you, like, your authentic self is like, rejecting like that path it's like that's not and that leads to anxiety and stress and like light bulbs went off in my head when you said that because like my not more not from my parents but at work like when I started my position I really liked it I was like doing things I really liked and then within the past few years things started getting assigned to me or like given to me or became part of my job that like kind of like my gut felt off and as I went more into it like I was living in like constant stress and anxiety for like two years (laughs) and that will do so much damage internally oh yeah we don't even begin to understand it until much later oh yeah oh yeah i'm like understanding that uncovering that i'm like i am i have been peeling off those layers and like understanding where my worth is but like there was just things that was like i don't understand why i can't get this stuff i don't understand now I still don't understand, but I'm open about it and I don't even care. I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> and that is exactly where you should be. Yeah. Like yeah. being open, being a sponge and, and just rejecting everything that doesn't align mm-hmm. with your soul is, is a good thing to be in. I know that sounds like a path that is kind of one foot in, one foot out, but I'd rather be there and be vulnerable and accept the things that I need in my yeah. life. Yeah. Well, what I'm hearing in that is like, 
allowing yourself to be led, like, right, like following your intuition. Like, yes, you could have your foot in like the corporate world and pursuing your dream, but also kind of like being open to like, okay, what's next? Like I'm being guided. Like you're, you know, like I think there's this, Especially living in America, right? Living here in America, like, it's like, oh, you got to go after your dream. You got to do it on your own. Like, it's a lot of, like, you're in it by yourself. You got to fight. But in reality, we're always supported. You know, we are all, like, we all, like, humans are connected. Whether we think we are or not, we're always supported by one or, like, our tribe. We all, like, and by the universe. You were so being open to being led to what's next is also something you can kind of sit into some faith on. I love that. I love the way you put that for sure. I agree. I agree. Oh, all the vibes. I feel so good. <laughs> can you just imagine like being in a chair with this woman for like three hours? I like, know. Just, this is I what we my, do. Like I put my hair we down. We vibe on this shit. I was like, my hair is yeah, looking we, cute. I'm putting my hair down. We, your hair looks beautiful. Thank you. I think your hair looks beautiful. I'm, I gotta look cute. Gotta look cute. <laughs> oh my God. You look cute. I, like that I was color. like, I want that fancy. I want to dye my hair blue. Well, though. <laughs> should I when do? When Erica it? comes <laughs> visits, we're gonna take her to you. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. You definitely should come see me for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Post COVID. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been, I we, know. we went to Vegas. We've been but... a little. We've been traveling a little, a little bit. bit, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of COVID, how how did that affect you, and what did you do to kind of, I guess push through I don't want to say the word push through but like kind of make it through like, the other side because <laughs> I know you're 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 booking appointments on all that right now but how was that when that started like what was going on with you and all the restrictions and all of that fun stuff that was happening yeah yeah so obviously the you know having the shutdowns have impacted many businesses outside of the beauty industry and unfortunately like a lot of you know, places that, that I kind of know and love, like salon wise shut down. I mean, they simply couldn't keep up with their rent and supporting stylists. So Mm -hmm. we really saw quite a change in the industry was pretty intense. Um, And that affected me mentally and spiritually and emotionally Mm -hmm. to see others suffer in a in a career that we are so mm. driven and passionate about, like it affects me. I'm, I'm affected by the environment in which I live in. So that really was unmotivating for a long time to mm. see so many negative, you know, things on social media. And so I just have to like shut my social media down. That was step one. I'm like, this is, I I'm empathetic. I'm empathetic to this, but this is not my journey. This is not what my life looks like right now. So I started to, while I was at home, I started to really enjoy the time, you know, I have with my family. I have a two-year-old little girl. Her name is Luna and and my husband. So we really just reconnected as a, you know, as a partnership. We started to create a different way of living, just the three of us, because we were just like hunkered down in our home. So that was the silver lining in that aspect was I really did get to be with my family Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how much I needed to be home. Mm -hmm. So that was really wonderful. Um, When they announced that we were coming back to work, I was having anxiety (laughs) because it was still really scary. And as you know, in our job, we can't social distance. So I didn't know what that service is going to be like. Like, everyone's going to have to wear a mask. Everyone's going to have to, like, sanitize and wash hands and take temperatures. I mean, like, there were so many things that the CDC was having us do. And it made me feel like I couldn't service my clients in the way that they expect me to serve them. So that was really scary. Um, And then booking all the cancellations was so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So... I speak for a lot of people where you stop working and then you have no plan because you're so used to being home. I was like, what does this work like, like life look like? Right. And when I started to unpack that for myself, 
I started listing out the things that I I knew I didn't want to go back to doing, right? You're, you, you're so focused on working and working and working. You have this break that's kind of a godsend and you're like, okay, now I'm going back to work. What do I want this to look like? Like the reinvention of what my work mm. meal was going to be. Because I saw this thing on social media that said, what, what are we rushing to go back to, mm-hmm. right? At, you know, with COVID and everything. And being a mom... I seek balance in my life. I, I'm, a, I'm a business owner and a mother, so I was building my business together. And we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hi, guys. We're back. Sorry. Our, our internet cut out for a little bit, but we're back with <laughs> Pam, and she'll pick up where she left off. But she was talking about going back to work and the things she was focusing on when she was able to go back and back to her Back to her job. <laughs> Take it away, Pam. Yes. So, okay. Um, so basically what I was saying was I had to be very um, mindful of what I was going back to. So the things were like, I didn't want to have the same schedule. I wanted to be home and make the dinner. I wanted to be home and help my husband, you know, because he's working from home. We had to reorganize the way we did our business because now it's like a new normal. Like, the things that we were used to before is no longer here. So I had to really understand, like, if I'm going to be at work, I'm going to maximize my time and I'm going to work to the point of me not being tired. So I have the energy to be home and be fully present, you know, with my family. So that was like the gift that COVID really gave me is having the capacity to figure out what was really understood like the priority, like seeing what the priority was and revisiting that on a different dynamic. Yeah, that's so good because I think a lot of people were focusing on like what they were missing out because mm-hmm. of COVID instead of focusing what it was bringing in. And I think, yeah, yeah I, I think right away I knew when stuff was shutting down, like I was like, what is this bringing in for me? And I've been okay, you know, and I've, I mean, yes, I miss hanging out with people. I'm a big old extrovert. So like <laughs> not seeing people for a while, is, it kind of like drove me slightly crazy. But for me, like as I was having episodes of, um, I mean, I've had panic attacks and anxiety, you know, because I've just sit, sitting in, into my thoughts. It's helped me understand like what things I need to work on for me to level up in podcasting mm. to level up and and other things that I want to do in life and I'm still there and like I kind of am appreci- like I am grateful for all that stuff because it really is having me covid for me it was forcing me to look at me and things that I wanted to change because like that meme that you read said like what are we going back to like I don't want to go yeah. back to the same thing yeah. that I was yeah. living into every day so yeah I think that's it was awesome almost like this giant like reset button was hit and it, yeah it was like really unstabilizing in the beginning and then like when you can kind of get your footing like reevaluate you know this is probably the first time in like generations we were all able, able to get, like we were given this opportunity to be like hold on slow down like as like worldwide like what is it that we're going to take with us in this new normal or like in this new future yeah right and and if like for me that's really hard to do like the idea of slowing down and I live by go 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 like that is how I you know do my day that's how I do my work-life schedule so to completely reorganize the way I want to do things moving forward with my career, with my home, I just feel like I needed it because yeah. I was really burned out. Yeah. <laughs> like doing all the things I was like every day, I'm like, I don't want to come in. You know, I'm mm. so tired of just working. It, I wasn't tired of my job. I yeah. was tired of physically working. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. It, it wasn't until I was home that I realized it was taking a toll on me physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So. Yeah. And that's like the society we live in, right? It's like, go, 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 go. go, go. And we never are told to just 
F and just rest, like just rest oh, right. up. And there's so much, there's so, there's so much power in resting. Yeah. Because when you rest, you have this creativity boost. And I'm a creative person, so I notice that. When I'm go, 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 I'm tired. But then when I actually rest and, like, rest well, like, don't worry about what's not done. Like, actually just, like, you know what? I'm just going to clear my head and not care. That stuff's going to be there tomorrow. I'm just going to watch Netflix all day. And I wake up more creative, more energized, (laughs) able to finish my work faster, too. I notice when I do do rest, because sometimes when I'm, like, stressed, like, I'm, like, trying to do something and I feel like I can never get it done. But when I actually, like, take a break and rest and I come back and then I, like, look at it and I was like, wow, this was, like, really easy. Why did I struggle two hours and got nothing done? And I just spent 10 minutes on it and, like, completed it and knew exactly what I needed to do, you know? Yeah, that power to rest so that your brain yeah. could think slightly differently than what you were trying to do when you were stressed. So yeah. and, and Chris and I have important. talked about this before too. Like self-care is a practice. Mm-hmm. Like people mm-hmm. think it's like a one and done thing. Like, ooh, <laughs> like <laughs> no, I'm gonna not. go take care of myself today and then neglect myself for six months. <laughs> it really is like a practice. Like it's an ongoing and it could be sometimes it's really hard to like take that moment to and allow yourself to rest because oh, yeah. we, we live in a society that really glorifies that constant like pack your schedule and I do it too I pack my schedule all the time and I ha- have to make a conscious decision a really intentional decision to say like hold on you didn't even give yourself a lunch break you didn't like you need to structure a time to yeah. just not do anything oh, yeah, yeah. Or else, you're, you know, burnout is so real. Oh, so real. Yeah. So real. And especially so, so. when you love your jobs, right? Like, when you love what you do, like, gosh, like, honoring that rest kind of fulfills or, like, nourishes the love for the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. For sure. So, since awesome. going back to to work, um, how are you loving your new schedule, what what things what have have you found any struggles like people not complying like any horror stories <laughs> yeah no. any horror stories no thank god like no one got covid since i've been open oh, you know good. knock on wood yeah um none of my you know colleagues are are sick so everything is really good it was, it's a lot better than i expected yeah oh, that's good. honest people really appreciate getting their hair done yes we are we are essential i don't care what anyone says yeah like there was this pent-up need to get some as you mentioned self-care because these Mm -hmm. women have been home doing all the things that you're supposed to do with like home life kids they just want that little bit of time to themselves so it was yes such a wonderful experience like mm. vibing with my clients with Leah, like we've ta- we've caught up. Oh my gosh! Yeah, with everything. Like I haven't seen you in a year at that yeah. point in time, and so just to like our fresh perspective. I mean, we went in, we went deep. Yeah, we, we did. went we deep. Went, we went in <laughs> on in. it, <laughs> and that's and that was like the beautiful thing because everyone just wanted outside conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. People that weren't yeah. their significant others or their yeah. children. So. <laughs> It was really nice to catch up with. Yeah, that. that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And hairstylists uh, act as therapists as well. So. Oh my goodness! Gosh, yeah. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But it's so good to have that like person person on person interaction i know when things opened up in california like i text my hairstylist i was like when can you get me in and yeah it was and then pretty they shut quick. down it was and then they shut down again and then they are back yeah. open correct yeah okay. they shut down but i think they were doing it outside like hair hair mm-hmm. outside um oh my and God. actually well she's she's a friend and then my sister-in-law does hair too but she she's pregnant so she actually cut back a lot like she's like i'm only going to do twice like twice a week and and all that because she was like, I'm just tired all the time. So. Yeah. It's, it's physically a demanding job for sure, especially oh, yeah. when you're pregnant. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. bet. I bet. But I mean, just just getting your hair cut changes you. Like, I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a person that Absolutely. cuts my hair once a week. I mean, once a month, once a year. Oh, <laughs> my <a> year. <laughs> <laughs> You saw my face. I was like, ooh. 
no, no. Love you. I do. Yes. I do once a year haircuts. But, um, I like the dramatic effect. Like I like letting oh. it grow out and then cutting it, like chopping it off. That's All why I do once a year. But I was just like, like usually I'm like, okay, I'm like whatever about like maintenance and doing like my nails and beauty and all that but i really wanted a haircut i was like i'm just tired of my hair and i'm i need to change it up a little bit so we just added some layers we didn't do anything crazy this time which was really weird because usually i just go for it like it's down here i go here but i was just like um i just want layers because i want it to kind of style a little better and like curl it when it air dries that was it body Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i wanted body but i've never gone into a a haircut to just get some layers like i won't always want to make it like really extreme you know and i was like the first time that was like just a little bit because just do it (laughs) (laughs) but it felt nice to go and the other hairstylists were there and you know we were chit-chatting you know all with masks but it was just like good to be again outside of the house and not yeah good to be with other people oh yeah totally totally yeah all right we do have some so hey sister soul (laughs) sister our soul gang love our celebrity gossip uh, so we will bring Ooh. in some celebrity gossip today. So we wanted to get <laughs> a, your take and kind of a little round table on Brad Pitt and uh, Jennifer Aniston and their potential <laughs> reunion after having their table read for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Do you guys remember when they were together as a couple way back in the day? Oh, absolutely. I, I still am heartbroken. I need closure. Like, I feel like <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Only because they were, like, that beautiful blonde couple. Yes. You know, like, yes. just looked aesthetically pleasing. They, <laughs> they were, like, beautiful they were so together. It. Yes, they're gorgeous. They, and, gorgeous and they seemed happy all the time. That's what was they like. Did. I didn't believe like they were d- divorcing because they just seemed happy all the time. They you just know, seemed but, so happy. But, but that um, goes to tell you what we see. Our perspective. That's true. On word, the outside, true. Yeah. Word, you know. Yeah. Word, word. So now if we, you're uh, living, yeah, uh-huh. for the audience, if you're living under a rock, <laughs> there was a table read, a like Zoom table read mm-hmm. for uh, what Fast Times in Rich at Richmond High, Richmond High, yeah. And Brad Pitt goes on, and he's like, "Hey, everyone!" And then he says, "Hey, Aniston, hey Call- Pitt," and then she oh. said, "Hey Pitt, hey love, how are you?" Like they're like flirting with each other but at the same time flirting with america and teasing us oh they love it i think they like i think they live for that stuff oh yeah i do i'm pretty sure they're just friends and they're just like pulling our leg and they're like let's give america what they want and like (laughs) have them get take their mind away uh, away from everything else because because people are going crazy so let's give them some some love over here and what they they want they divorced (laughs) when they divorced what 20 years ago it was a long time ago I think it right. was like in the early 2000s that it, they yeah, got divorced because so it was when oh, Mr. Really? and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, you remember yes. that Mr. and Mrs. Smith? That was yeah, when he yeah. met Angelina. Yeah, yeah. But that was mm-hmm. 20 years, almost 20 years ago. They've been apart oh, for a long, long time. So I mean, do What's you guys think? want them back together? Do you ship them now? I don't think celebrities should ever get married. Personally. <laughs> Tell us about it. <laughs> I just think they have too many options. Mm. You know, I, I feel like you, you know, when they say you have to be the yin to someone's yang. Yeah. That saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you can't be with another yang. You can't be I with see another what you're, yang. Because celebrity Pretty, and the lifestyle. The, the actual essence of being a celebrity, I don't mm-hmm. feel like they're compatible with other celebrities. Just the way that their mm-hmm. life is played out in public yeah it's a lot of attention and when you look and when you're looking at a a romantic relationship it's a very private affair yeah so I don't feel like that's good to be together in a public place there may be a little bit of something to that because like Julia Roberts was also on this table read but she married a cameraman and they've Mm -hmm. been together for like what like I think 
two decades now too right yeah yeah so like he you know and she's also very private but he's got kind of like a not in front of the camera kind of job you know yeah he's not a celebrity danny like the, her husband danny Danny, yeah oh you yeah. know our old friend yeah danny. yeah, yeah. Danny. <laughs> danny, <laughs> in yeah. because <laughs> i don't know his last name I think but, um, why do i want to say molar i don't think it's molar, i don't know <laughs> i don't think so uh, but his first name is danny yes and to your point leah like i i do feel like it works out where both cu- both couples are not on the spotlight and that's mm. my opinion um yeah I didn't get that. Well, well, I'll tell you this, though. Like, when I was dating. Were you dating a celebrity? <laughs> Alex and I have been together. A celebrity. Like, oh, my, when oh, I was dating what? a celebrity. I didn't know about this. Spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> no. When, uh, well, like, because well, Alex and I have been together for, like, almost four years now. And the he's definitely not, quote, unquote, my type. Like, I used to be so, so attracted to guys who are a lot like me. Like, who... We like to have, like, we're kind of a little bit more on the both outgoing side. And so we both, like, had, like, a bunch of friends. And it just never worked. It felt like constant competition Mm -hmm. for attention. Like, constant. And now, like, Alex, like, we're pretty opposite. (laughs) Like, he's so chill. He's the chillest dude on the planet. And it's just kind of like the yin and the yang. Like, we just balance each other out really well. Yeah. So there could be something to that. I feel like yeah. I think Jen, Jennifer Aniston, is <laughs> Jen. like that fish that got away. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm he saying? Because <laughs> he did. And now they're not even together mm-hmm. anymore. And yeah. he's always, and now they have like a million kids together. So I do feel like <laughs> Jen is that fish that got yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got a ton I of kids. Yeah. And she's like, I don't, free as a yeah. bird. Exactly. Yeah. I, lo- I love that they're teasing us. Do I want them back together, yay or nay? I mean, I don't know. I can't deal with them breaking up again, so probably not. <laughs> that, was, that was, like, my first real, like, celebrity, like, I cared about, right? Like, yeah, what do you they were mean? The first, yeah. They were, like, America's sweetheart. Yeah. 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 So. So. I don't think I they're can. They're so cute, though. I feel like they're, they've old, they've aged really well. Together. I think so, yeah. too. I also yeah. think, like, I think they've come around to being, like, friends. Like, they, there's no longer, like, this bad blood or anything. Like, it's, go ahead and be friends. Do you guys. Yeah. They can tease us a little bit more, too, though. Like, <laughs> I mean. They're doing that on purpose. They can go ahead they and really flirt are. on camera for us. Yeah. I'm okay with they're that. So, they're so cute together. Like, everybody wants them to talk about each other on every press conference, every award show. It's, like. Just say something about Jen. Just say yeah. something about Brad. Yeah. But they're like, they're super professional. Yes. Which I oh, love. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. They know what For they're sure. doing. They're marketing themselves. They're building they their know. brand. They, yeah, they know. <laughs> they're they like to give us just a little us. bit. Uh, <laughs> and then pl- Brad Pitt is like a jokester, right? Like, don't don't so? him and George Clooney go back and forth and like play, play pranks on each other all the time? So do they? I don't know. I think they I did. Can see that. I can see that happening during the Ocean oh, series. Ocean. That's what I've heard that they were like constantly playing pranks on They're, each other on set. That's cute. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Now they're playing a prank on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well i don't have any more questions I think I'm good too i guess pam <laughs> do you have anything for our listeners any like take home messages how can they find you yeah so you know i'm on social media which i'm constantly on <laughs> so <laughs> if any of your listeners are you know female entrepreneurship or thinking about going into um, entrepreneurship and they're in the beauty industry world they can definitely connect with me and ask me questions or they just need somebody to really like give them that piece of advice um I love my mom my mompreneurs is what I call yes. them too those are my favorite those are kind of like my people too yes we but, have their, them in our gang squad oh perfect yeah. so um my Instagram handle is hair by Pam with two underscore and you can also find me on facebook and it's 
Pamela Giacchino hair and makeup. Yay! Oh, we love so, you, yeah. Pam. You're the bestest of all time. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a blast. Yay! Um, I love these types of talks. So this is a real treat for me. Awesome. Thank well, you for we coming love you. on. And we we'll love let you, you, and you know when this launches. Yeah. <gasps> yes, please. I would love to like hear the playback. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. A week from Thursday, which yes. would be, let me pull up my calendar, October 1st. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we'll tag you on the, like the social media stuff and all that. So you'll see that too. Yay. Awesome. All right. Thank you guys so well, much. Thank you. Love All right, you, guys. We... Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Need more quality time with your favorite soul sisters? Yes, please. Then come hang out with us on Patreon. And just for $5 a month, get exclusive content and one additional live podcast recording where you, the audience, gets to interact with us real time. So head on over to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Hey Sister Soul Sister and become a Patreon. Or download the app and search Hey Sister Soul Sister. Can't wait for you guys to join us. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs>